What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, brave souls. I'm your host, Paul Rondeau, and tonight's story is called, I'm Still In Here. Hope you enjoy. When watching zombie movies, I never really took the time to wonder if the zombies were still people on the inside. I pretty much just assumed that whatever unfortunate soul that had been turned into that flesh-craving death machine had moved on to the next stage of life. Two days ago, I found out exactly what happens to that person once they have fully turned. The day started out like any other. I got up and got ready for work. I helped my wife get the kids ready and was about to walk out the door when the loud banging started coming from our front door. It wasn't a normal knock that a normal person would do, and it wasn't as controlled that you would assume a cop would do. I looked through the peephole and saw a man standing in front of the door. He had both his fists up and was banging on my door constantly. I yelled at him through the door to stop it, but when I spoke, it only put him into more of a frenzy. I could hear his fingernails scraping against the wood on the door. I told my wife to grab the kids and get upstairs and call 911. She grabbed our two sons and ran up the stairs with her phone out. I pushed the closet where we put our coats in in front of the door. That way, if he was able to push the door in, he might be stopped by the closet. It was a large cabinet about seven feet tall and made of solid oak. I had a hard time pushing it in front of the front door. Luckily for us, the house sits up high, so the windows aren't easily reachable from the ground. I ended up walking over to the window near my front door and looked outside to see what was happening. I noticed my house wasn't the only one with someone trying to get in the front door. It actually looked like a few of my neighbor's doors didn't hold up as well as mine. Their doors were wide open. I saw a few of my neighbors that I recognized sprawled out on their lawns. My neighbor across the street was one of those people sprawled out on the lawn. Guy didn't seem to have a mean bone in his body. Always kept his lawn looking good and seemed to go to work every day. I think he did accounting at a local firm in town. He sat up and opened his eyes. His eyes were milky white and his face was so pale it looked like he had seen a ghost. I could see his wife run out to him and as she did, he pounced on her. He tore at her throat and began tearing at her like a lion. I closed the curtains after seeing that and put a few other large items in front of our door. I also ran to the back of the house and made sure the back door was secured. I pushed the island that was in our kitchen in front of it. I even pushed the fridge in front of the door to make sure whatever was happening out there didn't make its way in here. My wife yelled down and told me she wasn't able to get a hold of anyone when she tried to call. I warned her not to look out the window, but it was too late. We both stood next to each other in horror as our neighborhood fell into chaos. The man that was at our door had left during the commotion with our neighbor and was no longer banging on our front door. We closed the curtain again and tried to figure out what to do next. There was no way we'd be able to run with our two children. We would surely be run down by whatever those things were. I thought we would have time to wait it out, but the creatures must have seen us in the window. Five of them ran straight towards our house and began slamming on the front door. 
I began to panic and pushed a couple more things in front of the front door before grabbing my wife's hands and running upstairs. Hopefully without stimulus, whatever these things were would go away. We ran into our bedroom after grabbing the children and pushed the bed in front of the door. I could still hear them slamming on the front door and it sounded like they just ripped the hinges off. I held my children close as they cried. I told them that everything was going to be alright and that daddy and mommy would protect them. I grabbed a baseball bat out of the closet and my wife grabbed a heavy lamp that we had near our bed. We stood ready at the door for them to come. It was only a matter of minutes until they were at the bedroom door. I could hear my children behind me crying hysterically. I readied myself for the fight and told my wife and children that I loved them. Everything after they broke in is a bit of a blur. I remember hitting one in the head while my wife connected with one of the skulls of the other neighbors. Everything was fine until a child ran up and bit me in the leg. It tore up my leg like a starved dog. I dropped to the ground in pain and saw my wife being attacked as well. The screams of my children are the last thing I remember. When I awoke, my vision was hazy, like being in a mist at night on the highway. I couldn't tell if it was day or night. I saw the mutilated remains of my children and wife standing up next to me. I tried to move my body, but wasn't able to. I tried to scream out, but wasn't able to make a sound. I wanted to cry, to scream, to yell for my wife and children, but I couldn't do anything. I used to think in zombie movies that the lucky ones were the ones that turned early. The ones that didn't have to suffer through trying to survive in an apocalypse. I couldn't be more wrong. I now live in a prison of rotting flesh. All of my senses have faded away. The only solace that I find is that my wife and children are still here with me. We shamble around in our home day after day. I pray that someone will come along one day and put us to rest. <laughs>